洪金宝、吴君如、郑中基、曾志伟、黄祖蓝、谢娜、袁华、童飞。啊少功真武林，开！ When you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. 
<laughs> it did have some ninja moves, didn't it? <laughs> oh shit! Pretty good ninjas. I, I rank this uh, this ninja action as like a uh, probably four, seven samurais out of ten. <laughs> seven samurais out of ten. Uh, four out of five ninjas. Four out of five ninjas. That's pretty good. I'd probably agree with that. The only thing it missing was ninja construction. Hmm. What's ninja the, drilling? What is the gold drilling? What's the gold standard for ninjas on film? Hmm. Would it be Jewel to the Death? Definitely Daryl. Yeah, well, Jewel <laughs> to the Death had like yeah. a yeah. I think Jewel to the Death is winning in terms of ninjas. That's the gold standard. So five out of five ninjas for Jewel to the Death. So uh, what's the Kung Fu rating? Or do you want to wait till later? The Kung Fu rating of this film? Now, let's do it now. I would give the Kung Fu rating three and a half out of five. Yeah, there was some nice moves, but it was really let down by the camera work. There's some weird like glitches in the camera. I don't know if it's like the the way it's filmed or the way the transfer is, but occasionally it just looks like there's a, a cut, like a very brief cut. Mm. Oh, Excuse I, me. I know what you mean, mm. and I think it's because, um, like, you're you're watching it, Mikey, and your TV kind of like extrapolates extra frames, so it looks like it's running at sixty sometimes. And I think, like, because of the quick edits with the action, some of the action, like, they cut, and there's only like a one second or a two second cut. Um, so I think it it's not fast enough to pick up the 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 extra frames. Like, it's not bad, but it's, it's noticeable in some spots. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, the camera work is really shaky. And it doesn't. The actual fighting and the choreography is, looks really good, um, but the camera work just is just not fast enough to pick everything up. I have to disagree. I think the kung fu is a. Would you rate it three and a half? Three and a half, yeah. Out of five, yeah. I give it a three and a half out of two. Three and a half out my expectations. This is three and a half out of two. I love it. It was better than I was expecting. <laughs> I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> what? I saw Samo on the cover, and I was like, he must have had a hand in it. So I, I expected it to be okay. To be honest with you, I, I, I got to say, like this, the kung fu in this is actually quite creative. I mean, you've got your stock standard, you know, punches and kicks, but uh, later on, there's there's moves that Samo does and that to take opponents down, and and everybody has this sort of like different aspect of the of the kung fu that's in there. So, mm. um, I, I thought in some aspects it was really creative the way they've done it. Another, uh, you know, and the the hits also have like a lot more bass to them. Yeah, they do. Well, the surround sound system also helped. Yes. <laughs> so let's get started with the story. Actually, Scott, before we begin, what do we do here at the Asian Action Cast? Well, some might say we are a cross between a review and a recap. We take a Asian action film from anywhere from the 50s to current day, and we watch it and we talk about it. Yeah, this is bullshit. I had a 1949 one. You, just, you said no. Didn't cut the mustard. Didn't cut the cheese. Well, there's probably a chicken murder in that or something, so. <laughs> yeah. So the movie that we're doing, 2013, Princess and the Seven Kung Fu Masters, it opens in a town, well, actually, it's a, more of a military barracks that's controlled by Sammo Hung's character. He plays a general, I think his name is General Lin, and he's a Warlord hard-ass. Lin. So Warlord Lin, yeah. Warlord, Warlord Lin. <laughs> um, there's, there's something I've got to ask, too, like, because we've got cars, we've got some modern technology, but... The, the Lucky Star Village is, is more of a almost traditional Chinese village. So what year is this? Uh, was, I, I was, think it's timeless. I don't think it sets it out, does it? Is there a car? I don't recall. There's, yeah, there's, there's a, a car because Samo shows up in a car. Oh, that's right. Yeah. During the, thing, the years the beginning. during the years of the Republican era, Warlord Lin was a local warlord of the region. So I'm going to guess, yeah, it's probably meant to be, you know, when Japan invaded China before World War Two, mm. so around the 1920s, let's Could be. say. Yeah, okay. 
So the, the actual barracks is set up uh, with Warlord Lin taking over and there's, you know, soldiers and everything. It looks very, the color tone and the camera angles and everything is all very kind of rigid and militaristic. And then they contrast that by introducing, uh, what's it, Lucky Star Village? Yes. And Lucky Star Village is just saturated. What, what did they call it? The subtitle said it was the Fairy Village. Fairyland. <laughs> Fairyland yeah. Village. It's like, so, why, why haven't we invaded there? Oh, those guys are weird. <laughs> yeah. So there's these bandits. There's a little bit of context here. There's some bandits. Are they Japanese? Uh, no, the bandits aren't Japanese. They're, they're Chinese bandits. Just local um, thugs that go around. I think bandits. they work with some of the Japanese soldiers or spies. Oh, yeah, yeah, they were on their side. Yeah. But I did say that the because they opened the, with a shot behind the bandits all talking about um, going to rob this place. And I did say it was very Seven Samurai. It was like the camera angles and the shot, mm. the opening and everything. It was just purely ripped out. Even to the point where they actually, the one of the main um, antagonists is called Miss Kurosawa. Yes. So I mean, clearly they're, they're taking the piss there. But, mm. um, you know, like they, they set that bandit scene up to be so Seven Samurai. It's like, oh, look at this town down here. Let's go. Let's get ready. One guy even has an eye patch. And I can't remember whether one of the actual bandits from Seven Samurai has one too. There's a lot of exposition in the start too. A lot of... Well, we'll get, it's subtitles, so we're listening to the Cantonese, but there's a lot of exposition really quick, and sometimes the subtitles are going a bit too fast. And I was like, what? Yeah, that's <laughs> right. The scene, uh, this set kind of set the tone for the film when they introduced some of the characters from the Lucky Star Village, because um, it's got the, who's that little trumpet? Is the guy selling perfume, mm -hmm. and he's kind of like what do you, what did you call it, strutting or like dancing down the street? He's got a, a like a one man band set up. Like he's got a drum on his back with some with a little monkey, and, and he's symbols. got a little monkey with him, and he's got, got like a suitcase off the front of him, and he's trying to sell. At first, I think you see he's trying to sell these bottles or something. I thought it was spices or yeah, or tonic or something like that. And then then the the ladies of the uh, the quote unquote uh, cat house stick their head out and you go, oh, we want a bottle of perfume. And he starts throwing these bottles up and they, they're catching it and they throw money down and the monkey is on the back of him is actually catching all the money in this net. Yeah, it's like a little capuchin monkey. Uh, funnily enough, called Big Trumpet. Let's <laughs> say little monkey is Big Trumpet. And uh, the, the guy called Little Trumpet, he's actually played by a guy called Ronald Cheng. Um, so yeah, it looks a little bit Stephen Chow, but not as funny. Um, he's definitely the one that's like playing up the Stephen Chow angle though yeah he definitely has a mushroom haircut mm. yeah he's uh, he's kind no, of no, slapstick that's, no that's Little Taylor Little Taylor yeah, confused. Oh, getting confused yeah Wong See, Cho Lam movie's done I mean <laughs> Wong Cho Lam is the little Taylor that looks a bit like oh, a creepy yeah. Pinocchio puppet yep yep yeah uh, so Ronald Cheng is uh, going around and they introduce a couple of the different characters right so they've got Wong Cho uh, sorry Ronald Cheng as Little Trumpet and he walks past one of the uh, the girls who I'm not sure exactly which one she is, but she plays uh, her character's name in the movie is uh, is it Mademoiselle Wa Yong? Mm. Yeah, she's like the the brothel. Madam. Is it Hong? 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 Yeah, it's Hong. Yeah, no, the the girl that um, Little Trumpet's tr trying to get with, but her oh, sister oh, her sister is Sandra. The, the Madam Madonna sister. Yeah, Madonna. So is they're the, the they own the the tavern. Want to say? Yeah, that's right. So she, so the Sandra one, one's a chef and she's the. The crazy one's the waitress. Yeah, that's right. The crazy one is Madonna, who's the um, she runs the establishment, and her sister Mademoiselle Hong, uh, she makes the noodles and stuff. Yeah. So they show him them kind of like throwing noodles around and stuff. It's great how she takes this one long roll of of um, like dough, dough, and then like 
hits it once on the table, hits it twice, and just instantly turns into long spaghetti. It's <laughs> I've always wanted the secrets of pasta making, and now I know. Kung Fu Masters, that's the secret. And what were you saying, Scott? Sandra Ng? She's ageless. She She's... looks like... I've seen her in a couple of movies, but the most recent one would be Inspector Wears Skirts, and she just looks exactly the same. Yeah. She hasn't changed. She hasn't aged. She's still, she looks pretty good. It may be because of those big cheekbones that kind of holds her. It's probably the makeup and, uh, <laughs> you know. I actually thought, it, I, I mistook her a little bit for Michelle Yeoh for a little bit. So, take that take that as you will. Come on, Sam. Get your plug in now. Amy Kwok what? Amy Kwok. <laughs> you're still number one. Call me. Yeah, there you go. Call me. And uh, there's also a uh, Eric Sang, Eric Sung, who's walking around with this terrible black wig. Uh, still has his dopey smile on his face. <laughs> his name is Many Sons, and he's followed by a, a cadre of little boys. Yeah, he's got like a baby Bjorn <laughs> yeah. on his chest. He he's reminds can- me of um, one of the characters from the live-action Gintama, the boss in that. Like that there's a boss that has lots of kids? <laughs> no, the, the, the way he's dressed. Oh. You know what I kept thinking though? I kept thinking many sons like, who's the mum? Many mums. Many <laughs> <laughs> He's a player. <laughs> many mums. So many sons has many mums. Uh and he has like a little fun fight with little trumpet uh over the price of a perfume. Cause um what's her name? Sandra Ng. What's her character's name? I've forgotten. Madonna. Oh Madonna, that's Madonna. right. She throws uh she's she's jealous. She doesn't like the fact that little Trump is always trying to get in with her sister. So she throws him against the wall, crushes all of his bottles, and one of the bottles lands on Many Sons' foot. And Many Sons won't give it back until he gets a 50% discount. And there's a bit of like a Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck <laughs> kind of argument about, no, I want 50% off. No, you get Duck 20% season, off. Duck season, fire. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, you get 40% off. And the other guy's like, oh, okay, I'll take 40. Uh, so it's a bit of a, like a slapsticky argument. And uh, I think Little Trumpet loses out on that one. And Eric Sung kind of goes away. Now, they don't play up the fact that they're Kung Fu Masters yet. They do a little bit of, like, flipping around and stuff, but you don't know how good they are until the bandits attack. Uh, and the bandits actually show up and they everybody disappears, right? There's, like, one guy on the wharf who stands up to them. Like, who's with me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then everybody just disappears. And then they they there's a great scene where he's like, who's with me? Everyone disappears, and then suddenly he's surrounded by, like, four blades on his neck. And he starts crying. And that's when one of, is it one of the bandits comes up with an eye patch and just starts flirting or suggestively. Yeah, like there were the, the one bandit says, I'm going to find, you know, the women to go and rape them and, and so forth. He goes off yeah. and he leaves the other bandit there who's there with, with the guy that's standing up to him. And then all of a sudden, he turns into a bit of a dandy and starts eyeing off the boy. Yeah, suggestively, <laughs> suggestive like, manner. quivering his lips and kind of like pouting and like blinking and stuff. Yeah, a bit of a dandy. Seriously? What? <laughs> you pleat. Yeah, that's right. Let me just get my popcorn out of the microwave <laughs> and my rocking chair. Just here for the comments. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, take two. I chose well. So how does... How, how does... Go, go uh, on, go on. Uh, no. So the pirate rapist is eyeing this man <laughs> suggestively. And uh, and everybody's like, oh no, what's going to happen here? Is this when the uh, the Tai Chi guy shows up? I think yes, so, yeah. correct. Yeah, the Tai Chi guy who was played by Yoon Wah um, in a very, very similar role to what he played in Kung Fu Hustle. He plays kind of like, well, not a landlord, but he plays a Taoist priest, mm-hmm. I guess. Typecast. Yeah, and uh, he's aged a bit, but he still looks like Yunwa. 
and he does this martial arts moves and he's able to kind of fight all of them all these pirates there's like 12 no the, holy shit the, how could I forget the scene opens up with a cow <laughs> you forgot the cow I forgot the damn cow when the bandits attack the village all of a sudden a cow lands head first so, into the ground yeah. there's, a bit, there's a little bit of perspective here that they're, they're having um, it's like um, it's like when they're bringing out the groundhog for to see whether they're going to have a good harvest so they got this old, like he's the oldest guy in the village. He's all shaky, and he does this thing where he pulls out a stick from a from a, a bunch of them. And if it's the good stick, they have a prosperous year, and all the animals will be safe. So, because he's sitting there shaking, and like he takes ages to get there, he runs up, puts the the thing with all the sticks in the the shaky guy's hand, and then he taps it. So one of the sticks flies out. He catches it and says. This is going to be a good year. All animals will be safe. And then out of nowhere, this cow gets pile-drived <laughs> into the ground. And then he looks and goes, oh, I guess the animals aren't going to be safe. And then the bandits have surrounded everybody. How the hell do the bandits throw a cow? I don't know. A catapult. A catapult. catapult. I'll pay that one. That's pretty good. Oh, it took me three goes to get it, though. <laughs> I couldn't say it. Can we, can we say uh, they didn't have a cow? Don't have a cow, man. Don't have a cow, man. All right. Ready, Scott? Edit all those out. Yep. Cow to pole. Can we start? Welcome to the Asian. <laughs> uh, so the cow to pole launches the cow into the ground. Well, into the air, and then it lands on the ground. And that's when Yunwa looks at all these pirates, and he's like, all right, here we go. And they have a really good fight scene where Yunwa kicks the shit out of a, a few of these guys. And he's really limber. He was always known as one of the Yun brothers who was very good at flipping and acrobatics. Uh, he doubled a lot of people like Bruce Lee and that when they were doing backflips and shit. Because uh, we know Bruce Lee can't do backflips. <laughs> I don't think I remember Bruce Lee ever doing a backflip. Oh, yeah. Enter the Dragon. There's a scene where they hold their arms up like a, a gate. And instead of walking underneath the, the hands, he does like a run up, a couple of flips, and then does a flying somersault over the top of the hands just to prove how cool he is. But I do that on the way to work. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Slipping in a banana peel isn't the same. <laughs> Uh, so Yunwa kicks the shit out of these uh, bandits and he actually pile drives the head bandit with the eye patch right next to the cow yes. he kind of dusts his hands off so I think they um, they split it between like a number of bandits that have gone to different areas in the town yeah. so they confront each of the different masters kind of confront them as such so I think it then does it skip to the, the brothel yeah that's right and uh they come upstairs. Like, Let me take this one. I'm okay. <laughs> if anyone knows body. brothels, it's Christian. I'm not even offended by that. Um, <laughs> so they go in and they sit there, and I actually can't remember what happens in this bit. <laughs> You're doing well. You're doing well. <laughs> I was waiting for no, that. No, the, the, the guy comes out. Oh, look! Look at my beauties. Oh, and one of the guys tries to be lewd, and he just, <laughs> he smacks him, so he falls down the stairs. And then he's like, oh, oh, hello, my beauties. And they're like, they, they sort of look at each other. And the next day, he gets kicked in the face about seven times. And he's got all these shoe footprints all over his face. And the other guy comes back up the stairs and he goes, who kicked me? And he goes, you've got puns on your face. On your face. Let's have a look at their feet. So they all hold their feet up and they look at their shoes and he goes, which one is it? He goes, must be all of them. Next thing you know, both of them are getting kicked. They're getting kicked from all angles, it's like, like left, it's right. It's like a Chung Lee 100-foot kick. Yeah, there's just foot with, like, uh, high heels and stilettos. And Because uh, how many how many girls are in the brothel? Like, five? There's five. There's, there's, yeah. There's and four the in little, the madam. The little tailor was in there uh, initially measuring them up, and he sort of 
calmly walks out while the girls are beating the crap out of the bandits. Yeah. And little Taylor's the one with the, the mushroom haircut that Scott alluded to earlier. That's right. Mm-hmm. He looks like a penis. And as he as he gets gets down to the ground, they all sort of fall out of the balcony and smack into the ground next to him. And uh, and then a few more bandits come up and go, Oi, what did you do to my brother? And they start attacking the, the tailor. And uh, he pulls out his um, material. Yeah, that's right. His textiles. And, and starts whipping them around like the, you know, the... Oh, what are they? What do they call that move? What iron sheet technique? Yeah, like the iron sheet stuff. <laughs> Just whips around their limbs and starts yeah running around and and um, stitching them up, stitching them up together into a, a, a um, basically a, a cocoon. Cocoon. Yeah, mm, and he works. lifts them all up. There's a, a the thing about this is too like the, the when they get kicked out of a um, out of a window or out of a through a wall or whatever and I, I still maintain that at the beginning of this I said that um, after seeing this because it's, it's very cartoonish it's like they get kicked out they go flying through a wall it's not like just hit a wall it's like they go flying through it um, I maintain that um, Wong Jing just wanted to break as many of the sets in the as he could during yeah. the filming of this he's just like fuck it we're not going to repeat this just crash you say I sets I think you mean ribs <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Every time somebody gets kicked, they go flying. And that's the way kung fu movies should be. Nobody wants to see people going, oh, ah, ah. They want to go through the wall. That'd be funny once, I reckon. What, somebody yeah. just going, Someone coming one of the head, oh, give me a sec. Oh. <laughs> that's probably happened. So we go to the next bit with many sons and little trumpet running into the restaurant with Madonna. Oh yeah, that's and right. Sister. And they're not very like worried because they're saying, "Oh no, oh, bandits. no, the bandits! Oh, yeah. what are we gonna do?" Yeah. And they all run inside, and then they pull a, a lever, and the door shuts at the front, and then all you hear is bang, 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 and they're beating the crap out of them. Their heads start popping through the wall. The look of glee on their faces as they shut the thing is like, <laughs> "It's gonna be fun." Also, when they run and go pretend to be scared, imagine you've got a little kid chasing, like, oh, no, don't catch me. It's, it's very much like that. I should say that there's a couple of little um, scenes, which is just proves how ridiculous this movie is. Like when Madonna kicks a bowl into Little Trumpet and then he catches it in his mouth. And obviously, obviously CG'd, his mouth gets really wide and he's got this bowl stuck in his face. And uh, Madonna has this uh, special power, kind of like what you say, Scott. Like Sindel from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> she opens her mouth like really wide. And sonic she's... boom. <laughs> Christian's right. She actually calls it a sonic boom at some point. Does she call it a sonic boom? Yeah. See, uh, she doesn't like the fact that um, Little Trumpet is actually sweet on her sister. No. And um, so every time he comes over and he, he starts schmoozing around her, she like goes, you know, super uber protective. And says right, no, and then does everything she can to make it difficult for him. So that's why um, she's she does this thing where she's delivering pork buns in the beginning when you first meet her, and she's got like a stack of probably about two stacks of about ten or twelve on top of each other, and she's just walking around going to tell this is yours and hitting the bottom one so it flies out of the stack and lands on the table perfectly, and she's just going around doing like. And the stacks are slowly, get, slowly getting lower. She turns around and there's Little Trumpet who's giving her a bottle of perfume and, you know, just doing the whole Casanova thing. And then she goes, ah, oh, and then kicks, hits one and the pork buns go flying into his mouth. And that's why he looks like he's... <laughs> and there's a great scene afterwards where um, they pull it out of his mouth and the, the sister goes, well, can you, your mouth can stretch like that? He goes, yeah. And he goes, oh, let's try it with this big bowl. <laughs> So this whole introductory scene is a lot of introducing all the main players. Yeah. I feel like there's not really a main character, so to speak, 
No. A lot of... All the cast is like the main character or the village is the main character. I would say the princess is the main character. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, her name's on the title. Um, they haven't... <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, right. Do they haven't introduced it yet, but they do introduce these... Uh, what, what are these guys walking around with like black... I think they were, we cut sort of to the next day and they're sort of having a festival. Yeah. And that's where... Yeah, these four guys wearing sort of modernish. They're like black Chen Zen suits. Yeah. You know, like what Jet Li play, uh, wears in Fist of Legend yeah. or what Bruce Lee wears at the beginning of Fist of Fury. And one of them is obviously a woman, but she's dressed like a uh, she's dressed like a man. Like the rest of them, there's about five of them dressed like this. And what do you call her? The Asian Ruby Rose? <laughs> yes. Chris, that was you. Yeah, I. she just got that short hair look. Like, honestly, like... So... Funnily enough, though, uh, her name is Rose Chan, so let's call her Ruby Rose Chan. Okay. Um, and she's got this severe kind of like hair to the side and it's short cropped. Um, she's quite attractive. All the women in this movie are very attractive. All the women in this movie that have short hair are badasses too. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. They all can fight. And there was not as much misogyny in this film as I would expect from a Wong Jing film. Even when they make sort of jokes like, oh, is, is she gay? It's, it's more of like a... Uh, shrug of the shoulders kind of thing. It's not like, Ugh, yeah. You know. Hey, does this mean that Wong Jing is evolving to keep up with the times? No, he has those other producers to rein him in. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't been caught up in the Me Too movement yet. <laughs> oh, oh, I could see that happening. Um, yeah, so the four four characters are walking through the the festival, and um, I think the madams sort of call down to him, "Hey, how you doing, handsome?" Yeah, try and get him like, "No, no, we're we're on business. We're gonna go." So they're heading off to um, check out what's going on with the the Japanese sympathizers. <laughs> they're all, um, I think, I don't know whether they're all related, the guys in the black suits, because, I mean, the, the girl, refer, Ruby Rose Chan, she refers to herself as Tony Lowe. And, uh, but then there's another character in that group that's called Howard Lowe. So I just, I don't know if they're related. Yeah, or I'm, what, what. I'm not sure. I think she was just playing it up for the, the mission. Yeah. Because they are, what are they, like freedom fighters or Chinese sympathizers? They were spies or something. They're spies. I, I, well, they call them spies at one point as well, but that's the bad guys calling them, spying on them. But yeah, because they're trying to uncover the, the, Japanese, the Japanese spies. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so that's their mission. That's, that's what they're doing. And then, um, so they sort of move out of shot and then we, we then get introduced to the aforementioned princess, as yeah. it were. Finally. Cheryl. Who's the daughter, <laughs> Cheryl? Cheryl, who's the daughter of uh, Warlord Lin, and uh, she's come to town to buy some food. I think it was to make make a nice food for her daddy. Yes, Samo Hung's her dad. I think her name is Kimmy Tong. She's very attractive. She's a bit pouty. Uh, you're nodding there, Scott. Yeah, she's very attractive. Oh yeah, eyebrows nod. Yes. Um, she walks around kind of like I don't know. She obviously has been around before. Like, that's the only place she can get carrots from, apparently. So, <laughs> apparently, yeah. Yeah, she looks at two carrots and she's like, I'll take them all. I'm like, bitch, what you making? <laughs> Soup for a year? Well, it is for Samo, so he's probably hungry. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, yes, and uh, little Taylor's got the hots for her. So, yeah. he, he's, his best wish is to make a dress for her. That's right, because one of the other characters is that little trumpet or somebody makes the mention, is like, hey, your favorite girl's here. So, she obviously has been around. Yeah. Um, and little trumpet kind of shows up, and weirdly enough, to seduce her, what does he do? He dresses like a woman. That's right, to show off his dress wares, and then he has a sign on the back, like little tailor's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> shop like go, 
Follow, follow that girl in and find out where she got that dress from. Yeah. It's called viral marketing. <laughs> viral marketing. <laughs> so uh, she sends her two flunkies off to, to find them. They walk into the the uh, the doorway and then realize that it's a man. <laughs> yeah. And then he proceeds to beat them up. Well, this enrages them. And, and you know, rightly so that he should beat them up because you shouldn't judge people by the way they dress. <laughs> he kicks the shit out of them. And then she shows up. Princess. What's her name? Cheryl. Cheryl. Princess shows up and she's just like, what happened? And... Uh, Little, what's his name? Um, little, Taylor. little Taylor. He shows up. He's dressed like a man now. And she's like, was that you dressed like a woman? He's like, yeah. I just wanted to make you a dress. You don't have to pay me. Yeah, it's kind of creepy, isn't it? It's, uh, it's <laughs> When you break it down. Yeah, and plus the way that like Wong Jing has portrayed Little Taylor kind of suggests he's very effeminate. You know, like it's just... Actually, all the male characters uh, behave very effeminately in this film. Mm, and a bit pervy. Yeah, very pervy. But that's Wang Jing. That's well, right. he is given this kind of sort of stereotypical, like, like you mentioned them before, the word dandy. But he's like measuring people, measuring the girls for dresses, and he's kind of playing it up as like a you know, a bit gentle maybe. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, you mean little Taylor? Yeah. No, he he. he <laughs> I think you you're looking too much into that. He he literally does that. Normal as his job, but he he pines for the princess. He just he he's torn because he can't find the courage to tell her. Yeah, but at the start when they have that big fight, he's kind of prancing around a little bit. The very start where they yeah you know, keep the shit out of the bandits. Like he he is there and he is in a room full of scla- scantily clad women and he just shows no interest in women at all. Uh, so it seems kind of like against his character that he would have this incredible <coughs> pining for the princess. That's that's the big uh, reveal. That's the Surprise. big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's like being a little like cabana boy, and then just girls just going, "I need somebody to like put oil on my back," and him just going, "Nah," you know, like in uh, Dumb and Dumber. Hmm. There's a town just back. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. You go back that way, you'll be right. Anyway, <laughs> so you know, so the Asian I'm... action film Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> next week. Next week. I really so want to see that film now. We get to to <laughs> nighttime and the our four aforementioned Chen Zen characters, uh, the Wows, are overlooking at the fortress of the bad guys. Essentially, and, yeah. Are um, they Japanese? It's, it's Japanese the, people, are they? Well, they they they're some Chinese guys that are affiliated with the Japanese spies. Yeah. Um, so there's like Chinese bad guy bandits, the the high up guys, and then there's the the Japanese ninja spies. Because they're underneath, right? There's like a hidden compartment. There's, there's a underneath. hidden compartment. So, so the four, four wow, uh, let's call them brothers. Yeah, jump in there and and um, they they beat up and they just snapping people's necks left and right. Oh shit! Yeah, what'd you say at this point, Christian? <sighs> this film was going at breakneck speed. Yeah. Yeah. Put that in. That was totally worth the wait. Yeah, that's pretty no. good. <laughs> so uh, they're snapping necks, taking names. And uh, they get down into the hidden chamber and uh, steal the Japanese list of, of spies. Yeah, the black book. And basically give it to the one girl to shove down her top. Is that what happened? Yeah, she put it down her top. How do you see it's that? It's a mulligan ne- that never appears in the rest of the movie, by the way. Exactly. <laughs> it makes... Yeah. Anyway. Did you just call it a mulligan? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you mean a MacGuffin? Is that it? Oh, that's <laughs> a golfing thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, is this because <laughs> Tiger Woods won and now you're like, got it on the brain? No, I am. Um, secret I'm idiot. list. Oh, that mulligan. 
<laughs> oh, well, Mulligan. Anyway. Uh, am I right? Am the I Asian right? action cast. Yeah. Tiger Woods is yeah. now uh, back on top. Yeah. That's right up there with the prestagonist. <laughs> Protagonist. <laughs> and Cynthia Rothrocken. Cynthia Rothrocken. Anyway. Anyway. So this this gives the uh, the we'll call, I like the Chenzen brothers. That's a good way to describe. Them. The Chenzen brothers gives it gives them a chance to show off their martial arts talents, and they all have a special shtick, right? Like one guy's got a wooden pole, uh, another guy has two. What, what we, should, we should mention as they're coming out, they get made. So yeah, <laughs> so they get surrounded by all of the bad guys. In well, they're the, the only guys fortress. wearing black. <laughs> well, that's right. It's to, it's to show them out. Yeah. Yeah. One guy's got these uh, two short blades, kind of like what um, Kano has in Mortal Kombat. These two short blades uh, with knuckle dusters, I guess. One guy has a wooden pole. And there's another guy that has hands and feet. Iron boots? Iron? No, is that the bad guy? Bad That's guy. the bad guy with iron boots. Um, so, yeah, and uh, Ruby Rose Chan doesn't really have any special abilities except to look distressed. Is he got a chain or something? Or am I thinking of someone else? No, that's the bad guy as well. Oh, yeah, he has a like chain. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they have to, so they they get out to the top and they find out that they're surrounded. You know, the lights get lit up and uh, the, the lady, what's her name, Kurosawa, Miss Kurosawa. Yep, she's, she's like, the, she's the big baddie. Yeah. She's like, get them. And there's the, the Lieutenant bad guy. Who's a guy um, that was actually in, there's a lot of Kung Fu hustle guys in here actually. Um, but the guy who was actually in Kung Fu hustle is called uh, Yu Sing or Sing Yu. And he's got this terrible mustache that he wears in all of his films. Um, but he's the kicking guy. He was the kicking guy in Kung Fu Jungle, and he was the kicking guy in um, uh, Kung Fu Hustle. And he's also the kicking guy in this film. He does a little bit of punching, but mainly kicking. Maybe that's what he's known for, kicking and a bad mustache. <laughs> I will say, though, his hair looks fantastic in this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I didn't see him without his shirt on, but in Kung Fu Hustle, he was definitely 2000s fit. Uh, this is in 2013, so I, I I don't know. He's wearing a lot of shirts, so maybe he's put on a bit of punch. I'll let him. I'll let him off. I'll let him off. Sing you, still looking good. So one by one, they get into their little fights um, and slowly get taken out. Yeah, it's it's good. They're good fight scenes because each of them, there's ups and downs. And like the guy with the little handheld blade things, he has a fight with uh, is his name Tiger Yu or something? No, Leopard. The guy's name is like Leopard, and he's got these two tonfers. And he spins these tonfers around and really good. There's one scene where the guy with the tonfers is doing like, what would you call it? Like a, a speedy barrage against the other guy's stomach and beats the shit out of him. Some really nice heavy thuds. I People feel that around. every time they did like their finishing move, they sort of kick the guy into a wall. So he's like a cartoon character stuck in the wall and then beats the crap out of him in the wall until he's just like dead. I really, really like that. That's so cool. If I, I'm gonna save it for the end. I, I don't want to let let everyone know what my special move is that I'm gonna take away. But save it, your magic. It could be smashing somebody into the wall. Anytime you think there's a serious or dramatic or emotional fight or moment, something goofy is gonna happen shortly. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah. But you know what? Like credit to uh, it might not be Wong Jing, but whoever is doing the action choreography, smashing somebody into a wall is hilarious. Can be hilarious. But to their credit, some of the scenes when it happens, it actually looks kind of like that's badass. Like that's that's a guy getting smashed into the wall. Um, hail to the stuntman. Yeah, hail to the stuntman. Uh, did, did you guys want to talk about any of the other particular fights? I was just going to go to the one where Sing Yu fights some um, Ruby Rose Chan and Howard Lau. The, the guy with the, the iron boots, I think, deserves a little bit of mention because um, the, the, the first two... Uh, 
So there's four of them, right? And the first two sort of get taken down with semi-traditional weapons. Yes. Like yeah, the I think it's the Tongfas with blades on them and the other one was a was axes, I think if I remember correctly. Oh, uh, so, yeah, the lady lady with the chain yeah. um chain whipping. But the next one he he actually has these I guess they're lion head boots. Yeah, they're like steel cap boots because he's OH and S aware. <laughs> they're airport friendly though. He can go through an airport. <laughs> so yeah, I think that because uh, like uh, the the reason I think this this is as mentioned is because later on this becomes very relevant um, towards the end. But he, he they sort of emphasise that he's kicking and what he does and the way he finishes off his opponent like is is pretty um it, it sort of makes you go ooh that's a little bit his tough. kicks are really like his boots are made to sound and look really heavy like when he puts his foot down he cracks the the tiles that his feet land on and this is so the two people that are trying to break away are Howard Lowe and Tony Lowe who's uh, Ruby Rose Chan and she's trying to escape so Howard Lowe's like no you get the hell out of here and she leaves and then they show the fight between Howard Lowe and Sing Yu and Sing Yu, every time he kicks this guy, it's just like thunk, thunk, thunk. It's like getting hit with a sledgehammer. And uh, I can't remember any of the specifics of the fight, except that it was very good. Um, but the ending that you're talking about, Christian, is when he kicks the guy into the wall. Yeah. yeah. And he basically uh, uses his lion-headed steel, like, toe, steel cap toes, I guess. And he breaks the joints of the guy in the wall. And then does like a Liu Kang bicycle kick into his <laughs> chest, and and then it's just the guy is just like stuck in the wall, and he's all dead and just you know decrepit and shit. Also, at some point during this fight, I believe uh, Tony Liu, fake Tony Liu, yeah. cops a poisonous dart in the back or ninja star in the back. Yes, because she runs through the courtyard, and there is ninja. She gets a she gets away like uh, she she gets away from the main action, and she's getting to a courtyard. She's sort of a bit cautious as she's walking through. She sees like. There's like this big hole in the wall which is supposed to symbolize it's supposed to be a window, I guess, like big stone wall. And she wants to go there and it's a great scene because she's standing there and in the background there's this huge wall and you see this Can you hear me? Yes, now I can. Yeah, hear fuck you. off. Um take, take some criticism. Take two, go. So she's the ninja's actually crawling down the um Upside down on the wall. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> doing the Spider Man. And um we, because I remember what you, because Sam goes, oh, ninja. Yeah, that's right. I, who would have thought there was ninjas in this film? And next thing she turns around and ninja just disappears. It's like, what the fuck? Is, is this an edit or what? She goes, so she turns around and goes, oh, there's nobody here. Goes to run away. And next thing you know, ninja star in the back. Yeah. Like, what? Ninja turns around. She, she sees a ninja and then she goes jumping through the window and jumps on a horse and goes to try to escape. But then, um, Jumps off the horse while the horse is still running and then hides in the bushes as everyone goes chasing after her. Yeah. And then she... So she sees... Like, it's like this compound. Like, I know it's it's not supposed to be like this, but the next scene she's looking over, like, the princess's compound. And it's sort of like, well, the the base of the Japanese spies was, like, right next to the... the yeah. She didn't go that far, right? To the palace. village. Yeah. <laughs> It's almost like it's on the same movie lot. I wouldn't. <laughs> and she slides down on her knees like Apex. So. <laughs> I, w- I will say to any um, directors, producers, uh, Hong Kong, Asia, wherever, if you want Sam's attention with your film, chuck a ninja in it. <laughs> Increases the credibility of your film 150%. 
I also love when they put in those cool ninja sounds. Oh, <laughs> like, I love it. It's so cool. There's more to cool ninja action to follow, but that is a great start to the film. Fucking ninja. And a chick ninja, which as we know from uh, all the movies that we've done, chick ninjas are used to distract male monks. <laughs> Except in this film, she's not used to distract uh, Yoon Wah's character, the Taoist monk, but... She beats the shit out of him. She does beat the shit out of him. <laughs> See? Wong Jing, evolving. <laughs> Perfect opportunity for misogyny and he didn't take it. Because he's not... Missed that opportunity p- for misogyny. <laughs> <laughs> so, I wonder if he stays awake at night going, damn, that's I should put some titties in it. She, she should have rolled down the thing and her top should have come out and her bra should have been a... Damn it, I missed that. So the Ruby Rose Chen... Um, Chen Zen character goes into the. Does she go immediately to the princess's room, and just collapse on her? Doesn't yeah, she she's the, in the bath. The, that's the bath. right. The bath. That's right. And she he fall, fall She she falls into the bathroom um, with the the um, ninja star in her back. Because they like, help. She's having a bath, and that's when um, the tiger. So the tiger den characters are like uh, uh, the Kurosawi's uh, Kur- Kurosawa's, yeah, the, the Japanese spies. Like, they're the guys from Tiger's Den. And they show up at the Sammo Hung's compound to try and, and go in. And Sammo Hung rocks up in this baller car, like, commander-in-chief car. And Sammo's wearing, like, this badass M. Bison outfit. Because all the bandits are out the front. Yeah. Uh, and Sammo, like, gets out, proves that he's a badass because he talks to Sing Yu's character. And he's just like, get the fuck out of here. Demonstrates... The briefest of Kung Fu, and they're like, oh, this guy's pretty good. Yeah, just a little touch, just, you know, a little taste. Punches him in the stomach, basically. (laughs) Yeah, it's just an hors d'oeuvre of what's to follow. (laughs) Samo Hung. Better get out of here. Yeah. Uh, And so, you know, like, Sing Yu is standing there, and he kind of, he he looks like he's going to start something, and he's like, nah, let's get out of here. And uh, and they get out. And that's when Samo Hung walks in, and he hears the princess kind of go, ah! Because uh, fake Tony Lau has just shown up and just, like, thrown herself or himself, at uh, at the princess's feet. And and so he runs up to the door and knocks on the door. What's going on in there? Yeah. Oh, no, nothing, Daddy. I'm just having a bath. Yeah. What are you just screaming for? I uh, slipped. Yeah, get out of here. I'm naked. <laughs> but then he walks in anyway. <laughs> no, later, later, later. He has a chat with his uh, dead wife first. Yeah, and uh, the princess has enough time to kind of drag her under the covers uh, drag Ruby Rose Chan under the covers and say, "Okay, like you hide there, and you know I'll give you some medical treatment." So she's laying in the princess is laying in bed, and she's got her feet sticking out there, which is actually Ruby Rose Chan's feet sticking out the bottom of the covers. Looks like she's about eight foot tall. And Samo even says, "Oh, you've grown." He says, well, I'm, "I'm a young woman." No, no, you've actually gotten taller. <laughs> Your feet are huge. It's really uh, awkward. I guess Austin Powers style gags. Throughout this film, yeah, yeah, slapsticky, because he tickles her feet and uh, she realizes, and then like very delayed, kind of, <laughs> and Sam was like, "Hey, how come you reacted up there but not down here? It's your feet." And of course, this half-dead Ruby Rose Chan is down there, and she's getting poked in the face. He's like, "Move your feet," and she does. She totally does. And Samo buys it, which I don't buy. No, no. And Samo walks out the room and goes, she's obviously got a guy in there, but what do I do? Oh, that's right. He's talking <laughs> so, to the dead wife. So then he goes, I better talk to my wife. And he's talking to the portrait, going, should I should I just go in there and pull the guy out? But then she'll hate me. Or should I just let it go? Because she's getting older. Oh, he does. Yeah, that's right. Because he does resolve so, to like... Like monologue. 
if it is a guy, he's he's better off not like uh, frightening him away. Yeah. yeah. So making sure that his daughter. So, so I think he, his resolved is to pretend he doesn't see anything. Yeah, that's right. Which is actually quite funny. For, for so the next scene, next. he's in the room and uh, um, Princess is is walking Chen Zhen to try and get a medical treatment. And Samo accidentally walks out into the hallway <laughs> and realizes, and then pretends like he's sleepwalking. Yeah, <laughs> he's standing. The, he's standing in the hall. The princess is standing in the hall with uh, Ruby Rose Chan draped over her shoulder, and she's like, "Oh, holy shit! He's just seen me." And then Samo looks, and he his eyes go blank. He puts his arms up like a hopping vampire <laughs> <laughs> and just walks past them. It's uh, actually quite. It's, it's that's probably the. The funniest part, it's really gold. There's it's pure gold in this thing. And then he starts trying to help her out. She's like, oh, I can't find the medicine. He's like, oh, She well. can't get in the door first. <laughs> so then he goes around behind the door and opens the door for them. Then they go in the room and then she's looking for the medicine. She can't find it. So he gets all the medicine out for him, puts it on, on the shelf and then hides again. You think Samo Hung had to make up for his uh, <laughs> beating the hell out of the... The girlfriend in the last film we watched? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> He's like, oh, maybe we should be nicer in this film. <laughs> um, so she sort of pulls out the ninja star and treats him a bit and... Um then she realizes that he's still sick, so she's got to take him um, somewhere where the to get treatment. Oh, hang on, have we uh, have we just skipped right over the um, the song? Where the song is that song coming up later? I know what you mean. I can't pick pick where it is. All right, what well, we're gonna do after this scene? All right. Okay. So anyway, we'll pick up. no, it's after this because. Um, it's when um, uh, little little Taylor um, Taylor's in love. Or yeah, something, he wants to it? declare yeah. his love and. Oh, that's right. It's yeah when he gets the pill and stuff. Yeah, yep. Okay. <laughs> There's so much stuff. We only watched this, this film like literally 20 minutes ago. There's so, so many stories and characters are weaving and out. It's 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 great, but it's hard to sort of keep track of on a straight line. It is. So she rides off from the compound on the horse with um, Ruby Rose Chenzen on the back. Yeah, well, because she's had the medical treatment, she's able to take the uh, what's it, the ninja star out of her back. Yeah, yeah. She's also been poisoned by the poison palm as well. Um, so she got hit with the poison palm, and she also had the ninja star. Yep. So she needs medical attention, so, and that's why the princess wants to take her to Lucky Star Town. So, so first stop in Lucky Star Town is the Taoist monk. Yes, says, you're a Taoist monk. Everyone says that you know how to heal people. He goes, I know when <laughs> when they're dead, <laughs> and when they're alive, but not in between. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't know what to do. And then, uh, is it the tailor that shows up next? Yeah, the tailor shows up. Uh, I think everybody shows up at this point. Like, little trumpet shows up. The tailor yep. shows up. And, and, and the madam. Uh, oh, Madam Hong. Yep. Um, yeah, like, they all say, okay, the only way that you can kind of heal her is this special pill that Madonna has. But Madonna's saving the pill for her her wedding night or something. Well, it was a wedding gift, and they're saying like she wouldn't even use it on her dad <laughs> if he was dying, because it's supposed to cure you of everything from like death to athlete's foot. <laughs> Basically, I think constipation was in there too. Yeah, constipation. <laughs> it's a good pill. So um, she's obviously asleep, and they have to break in um, oh, this to steal terrible. the pill. So they get little trumpet to. Um, tie up Mission Impossible star <laughs> with a rope and dangle him through the skylight down above Madonna. But the rope's not long enough. Yeah. <laughs> so they keep having to 
drop it. And every time he gets down there, she's snoring, and she's the one with the um, the supersonic house. voice. Yeah. <laughs> so she, she snores, and the the supersonic lets out and pushes him away. Yeah. And then he drops down again, and then the the um, little Taylor and uh, the Taos monk from holding the end of the rope getting pushed up and down up and down and then they and start down. getting like harassed by like they see a spider <laughs> on one of their shoulders this is where some of the greatest CG work <laughs> this is so funny uh, the, the Taoist monk he sees a spider and he's like oh no a spider and he's freaking out and then little um, little Taylor says man you're supposed to be a kung fu master like just settle down and then he sees a spider on his shoulder and he's freaking out and the, the monk's like man you're a kung fu master settle the hell down and then the next scene they're both getting covered, <laughs> covered like an infestation of spiders everywhere. It's it's so funny because there's one spider, there's another spider, and it cuts back to him dangling above her, and you cut back, and they're just covered in spiders. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good gag. Uh, it's a good gag. It was, uh, and eventually, I think they let go. They let go of the. Oh, he he calls the monkey down to try and help him because um, he can't reach far enough. And then the monkey's trying to help him, and then. They let go of the rope and he falls on her. Yeah, he lands on her. She's like, what the hell? What are you doing in my room? And he doesn't he doesn't know what to say. So he's like, I love you. <laughs> and then all of a sudden she's like, I knew it. Yeah. She's like, oh my gosh, I love you too. And she's just Axel Coy. And that's the reason that she was trying to stop him with the sister because she likes them. She's like, she goes, oh, I'm going to, you, you, you see my sister in the day and you see me at night, big boy. <laughs> She's like, let's have an affair. That's the best of both worlds. That's her oh, literal yeah. words, is an affair. Like, you know. <laughs> Just what you want. And then uh, I think her sister opens the door. And yeah. Goes, hey, what's going on here? And she's and like, then, oh, kicks the shit out of him. Yeah, so she decides, oh, I'll revert to type and beat the crap out of him and kicks him through the wall. Yeah, she pretends like he's accidentally gone into her place instead of her sister's yeah. place. Yes. And she does. She does kick him straight through the wall. Yep. So. Um, voice powers, doesn't she? Yeah, vo- voice powers. Yeah. Sorry. It sonic, sonic booms him boom. through the wall. So then they all run around to see, and um, uh, Towers Monk and and uh, Little Taylor pick him up, and then he's like, he's like, nah, I'm okay, I'm okay. And the monkey was stuck in the wall as well. <laughs> and they pull the monkey out it's like a fake monkey. That's some attention to detail that I like. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Uh, but then Madonna shows up. and so, the, so they go, quick, pretend like you're dying. Yeah, that's right. He's got like blood coming so out of blood his Blood coming out of his eyes and stuff. And like, quick, you better give him the magic pill to save him. So she goes, oh, yes, yes. So she gives him the pill. And um, immediately, let's go play soccer. And he immediately is better. <laughs> She's like, does it work that quick? And he's like, yeah, let's go play soccer. There's various points in this film when people are crying. They do this weird cut and it's like they have... The fakest looking wrinkles to simulate crying, and it looks weird. Like tears, like like they got petroleum jelly and smeared it all over their face. (laughs) Uh, Botox will do that. So they head back to uh, Ruby Rose Chenzen and give her the pill. Yes. Uh, And they go, but that just makes it so she doesn't die, it doesn't cure. (laughs) Yeah, they need to push the poison out. Push the poison out with their Kung Fu Chi, which is great. And what follows is probably my favorite gag. In the history of Asian film, you take it, Sam. Oh, okay. Let me take it. So uh, they've got they've got a lot of the the masters there. They've got Eric Sung, they've got Little Taylor, they've got Little Trumpet, and they also have the uh, burlesque Madame there as well. And oh, and they also have the Taoist monk. Now Eric Sang is standing in front. Many sons. Many sons. He's standing in front, and everyone else is behind, and they're all kind of like pushing onto her back. And Eric Tsung is getting ready to do this thing. And then he puts his hands on Ruby Rose Chan's chest. 
And all of a sudden, his face just lights up. He realizes that it's a woman, not a man. Yeah, and he's just standing there, like, pushing his chi into her chest. And everyone else behind him is like, man, would you hurry the hell up? <laughs> and <laughs> that's when Many Sons goes to uh, Little Trumpet and to the, the monk. Yep. He's like, I'm tired. You guys should have a go. <laughs> it's been an hour. What's going on? <laughs> and this, so this they is... they take over. This is my favorite bit, because... They both they both put their hands on her chest, one each, and immediately when they touch her, they realize, oh, and just the look on their faces. <laughs> and then they look they look back back to many sons and many sons like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love they look at each other and then they put their hands to their mouth like they've just like found the honeypot. They're just like, <laughs> <laughs> and they're there for so long. And then, and then the madam's like, you've been there for two hours. Yeah, isn't it done yet? So then she changes positions with them and then she realizes that it's a woman as well and she just looks over like, you creeps. <laughs> she calls them bastards. <laughs> uh, also, up to this point, um, no one realizes that she's a woman and Princess Cheryl is sort of, fl- not flirting, but seems concerned in a loving way for the welfare of this fake Tony Chow. Yeah, she's clearly got a crush on, on him. <laughs> the only one that doesn't notice is little Taylor. He still thinks it's a guy. Yeah, he doesn't get the, the privilege of... Uh, <laughs> Feeling her up. Feeling her up. Oh, do we go into the musical number now? Yeah. As good, as good a time as any. Why not? There's a musical number. So the then end. <laughs> <laughs> So we break in. I, I think. Um, so we, we. They go on about how little Taylor's in love with Cheryl. Yeah. And then he's. Um, doing a little dance through the town. Everybody's joining in. It's actually a really nice musical number and it's actually sung by the little Taylor actor mm-hmm. um, who apparently is a, a multi-talented guy. But he kind of waltzes through town singing this little ditty. It's Wong Cho Lam and it's, it's really catchy. Da, 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 da. This will probably be Sam's new ringtone for the next 15 minutes. But If I could get it on there, I would. I think we all shared a knowing look of uh-oh. The whole movie's going to be like this, isn't it? <laughs> yes. We yes. Did. There was a terrible fear. And it, is this when they introduce Philip Ng's character? Yes. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So, um, so Cheryl goes back to her dad's place and um, then the, the his, his actual name is Tony Hiao. Yeah, his, his name is Tony Lo. And yep. that's what that's what Ruby Rose Chan has been pretending to be is yep. Tony Liu. Yeah. So he he comes into town and he's dressed in white, a la unlike the the rest of who are all dressed in black. Yeah, he's in but a same, white Chen's outfit. Yeah, same. Like if you want to say suit. tall, dark, and handsome, this guy comes in on a horse. Like he's <laughs> coming to save the day, Princess Adam of Eternia. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Princess Adam. Princess. Princess Adam. Mulligan of Eternia. <laughs> so so he starts asking around like. Have you seen my four friends that <laughs> came through three days ago? And like, whoa, I don't know. And then they're all trying to figure out whether or not they should tell him or not or keep the secret. And then like, uh, he asked the the brothel madams and, and they're like, oh, if you stay overnight, maybe we'll have some more chats. And he's like, oh, Because no, they're not no. sure if he is a friend or not. No, yeah, no, no, I, I don't need any of that. I'll, I'll just keep going. He's too righteous. <laughs> so about this time, um, the Taoist priest... And the little tailor have, have um, both sort of confided in each other because the little tailor's upset that Cheryl seemed to like the the 
um, Ruby Rose. Rose Gen Zem. Yeah. Um, and so he still thinks it's a guy, so he's all upset and his heart's broken. So he's decided that suicide's the best answer to that. This film, this scene didn't need to be in it, but I'm glad it is. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. So the ta- and the Taos monk's in love with the madam, but uh, he feels like he's not good enough for her. So he's also he, decided he, he that, doesn't have enough money. Yeah. So he's decided that suicide's the best answer to that too. So they decide, you kill me, then I'll kill you. But hang on a minute. <laughs> If I kill you, how do you kill me? That's a good point. It's duck season, rabbit season, fire! <laughs> so they decide to kill each other together. We have to think about this. So they both get boards with knives sticking on them. And one's got it on a chest. And the other's got it on his stomach. And they've got rubber bands. And they decide to pull pull it really hard and then fling each other. Because they're um, flying to each other. Well, one each cuts other, the intestines, the other goes through the order. The chest and they both die. So they manage to fling past each other and bounce off the walls like like Roadrunner. Pin, pinball. You know, yeah. Bounce, 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 bounce. And then land on the knives and bend all the knives. See, so what happens is that they've they got the bungee cords out. And they're, 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 all, they're pulling backwards to try and get as much sort of fling into each other. But the, the support pole that's holding one of them snaps. And that's when they go flying into each other and then um, just bouncing off the walls and... So then they get up and uh, they've got all yeah. the bent knives and uh, all the others come around and go, what the hell are you two doing? You knuckleheads, what are you doing? So uh, then... Um, they land at Tony Leo's feet, feet, the real Tony Leo. Yeah. And uh, they have like a little impromptu the, fight. Kind of like, what are you looking at? Yeah. <laughs> but they immediately turn hostile. Yeah. These friendly villagers are like, who the hell are you? <laughs> We're trying you, to kill look, ourselves. You're looking at us in the shower, weren't you? <laughs> And like, why were you having a shower together? Save, save water? <laughs> well, the whole point of the scene is to show that Tony Leo knows how to fight. And yeah. uh, Philip Ng, as I said before to you guys when I, we went on the podcast, he plays Bruce Lee in Birth of a Dragon, um, which I think is an American production, so we can't do it on the Asian action cast. But he is pretty jacked. He's a Hong Kong-born American actor um, who looks like he can speak Cantonese. So How do you rate him on the handsome scale? Sir? On the handsome scale, well, he's, he's pretty handsome. He's pretty handsome. I don't have a scale for handsome. He's dreamy out of 10. He's dreamy. Yeah, but in, in Birth of a Dragon, he's definitely 2020s fit. Whoa. Yeah. That's next oh, year. Wolf. Wolf. If he could grow a beard like sexy Ryu. Damn. <laughs> uh, but I don't know if he can. I don't know if he can. So they all um, sort of scare him out of town as such because he doesn't. He's like, oh, no, sorry, my mistake. I don't, don't want to cause any trouble because he instantly realizes that they're all super strong well yeah so yeah. he he heads off out of town then we cut back to the warlord's house and uh there's a girl that's um arrived uh when cheryl gets home and um the warlord's with his guests uh, his guest in the, the st- i want to call it the study yeah uh, the, den. The, study. The, the den, den. the den god have mercy on our souls like if this was um Roaring fire. This would be the room where you hang your Nazi pro- propaganda and paraphernalia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a pretty impressive room. <laughs> yeah. So we've got. Uh, so he starts showing her around, then teaching her how to dance. For some reason, she got dressed into a, a nice dress. And uh, while he's doing that, she stabs him in the neck with a needle that paralyzes his nerves. Um, so, of course, being Samo, he can immediately still move and jumps out of the room. <laughs> We'll have to cut that bit out. That's uh, in. So Samo bursts through the wall and uh, and goes to save Cheryl. And uh, immediately his uh, second in command starts sh- 
firing off rounds at him it's and they realize he's a traitor. And then... Um, it's a trap. It's a trap. So uh, Cheryl runs across to try and help him and he's like, quickly run into that room. And then the, the nanny comes and Samo kicks the nanny away. Oh, man. And we're really going... When did she become a bad guy? And then it, such <laughs> an Austin Powers moment. And then it turns out it pulls off the wig and it's a guy. It's <laughs> a man, anyway. baby. It's a man. He, underselling this. He's like, move that uh, display cabinet and go through the little hidden door. And this thing's huge. <laughs> and she's like, pushes like, like it's nothing. It's full of plates and stuff. The cabinet. I can't barely move my chairs in my house without stubbing my toe, breaking a tile. <laughs> she's like... <laughs> <laughs> She is Samo's daughter. Oh, okay. So he's yeah. holding the door and, and the others are trying to kick down the door while he's um, sort of holding it. Then they burst through it and he sets the table on fire and tip, uh, tips up the table and pushes it to block the door to this let her escape. Move. The great move because I'm not running into an open fire door. <laughs> Someone does though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Steel yeah. caps. Steel caps. Sing you. He's like, everybody move out the way. Yeah, I got this. Yeah. I got this. He does like a, what he does like a, a flying, flying junk kick and like smacks it. Smacks the table in half and kicks Sam. Samo goes flying backwards yeah. across the room, and then um, the Japanese spy lady comes in and stabs him in the neck with something, another needle, and goes. Now he's under my control. So she's got some magic voodoo thing going on. Yeah, control needle. <laughs> yep. So Cheryl's riding off on her horse, and they're all chasing after her, and, and she, did she fall off the horse. Yeah, that's I right. I want to. I want to say she falls off the horse, and then the horse keeps going, and they keep going after the horse. I love the same as, as Chinese <laughs> Chenzen earlier, Riveru's Chenzen. And uh, so she starts crawling forward and she sees um, Tony. Yeah, Tony at a, Leo. At a um, campfire. And uh, he's obviously seen her, but she, she doesn't know. And then all of a sudden, ninjas. Yeah, he's like, watch out, because you can see the bushes rustling. And man, ninjas. <laughs> Multiple ninjas. And not just any ninjas either. These are like special attack ninjas. Uh, very five element ninjas too. I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> that was a uh, uh, ninja drill. So the ninjas have arrived. <laughs> they're moving, <laughs> moving furniture. Yeah, ninja construction. Ninja they've moved construction. into ninja moving. <laughs> so the <laughs> good luck, Scott, editing this one. I'm just keeping it as this. <laughs> Take me fucking forever. <laughs> so. Um, Tony fights the ninjas, beats them up, and saves Cheryl. There was one really cool move where uh, one of the ninjas, to escape an attack, he spins, and then he actually drills into the ground. And then the next scene, that, that itself was really, really cool. But then the next scene is they show like a, a low camera, and the ground is kind of like breaking up towards him. So it's like the ninja is burrowing towards him. Oh, it's wicked. Really, really great work. Well, I would, I would say, Wang Jing, you outdid yourself, but I bet you had nothing to do with this. <laughs> He was on Smoko while that was happening. <laughs> that rain, wow, it's, uh, it's really coming down here. 36 degrees today. Man, it's been freezing all day today. It has been cold. I'm wearing beanie. So Tony takes Cheryl back to the, the Seven Star Village and uh, this time Cheryl introduces him. And uh, no, no, because um, she she tells Tony that she's left the other... Um, Ruby Rose Shenzhen there and so they all go back to to reunite as it were so Tony reunites with um, Ruby Rose Shenzhen and then it's at this point that it's pointed out that she's a girl and that she's his fiance and then the tailor's like oh of course <laughs> so then he's all happy again and uh, she gets over it pretty quickly she does 
She's like, ah, oh, I guess I didn't know. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, have you just put your hood up, Scott? I have. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen if you notice. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, let's He's play some, in there. <laughs> some um, music for you. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh, up and out. Right, That's and what it's two, called. And go. Up and out. Back. That's a laxative so, and bagger. Um, where were we? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we just had so, a, who's paying attention? So I think to we get to like the next day and they're like, well, um, the warlord's been captured. We have to go help him. And so Tony and um, Ruby Rose and Cheryl are going to go help him. And then the other masters are like, oh, no, we we can't get involved because we've, we know, we don't want the other villagers to get brought into this, etc., etc. Uh, but the bad guys have other ideas and they send the eight, 18 steel monsters. Silver. silver monsters? They, they call them the 18 horny monsters. And it's like, no, it's the silver monsters. <laughs> Which is just a bunch of guys with big pecs, right? Yeah, they got a the weird masks. Painted silver with masks. Yeah. But uh, they seem pretty invincible. And uh, they come and attack the village. So, of course, the seven masters uh, have to fight them. So they each have their own little fight scenes with the, um, the silver warriors. Yeah, this is a bit underwhelming. I mean, if I'm being honest, there's a lot of like heavy metal sounds when they get hit but they don't really pose any kind of threat yeah. they don't kill anybody they don't do anything it's they're kind of a forgettable scene but it, it just sort of sets up what's happening I guess yeah they talk it up too much because they're like you know one of these guys could destroy like your house and three of these guys can destroy a whole village and they've got like how many of these guys 18, 18. so you would expect them to be just absolute badasses and they don't really do much no they basically get all their asses handed to them by the seven Kung Fu Masters. Like yeah. all they needed was some guy to go punch and punch a like a a wall and just a, a house collapses. Oh man, these guys have been busy. Done. Yeah. Now you know they're a threat. Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't do that. So they uh, basically decided, oh well, if they attacked us, then we can attack them. So then they decide to go help rescue Warlord um, Jin. And at this time, he's getting ready to get married to yeah. the Japanese because that's Spiley, the ruse they're going to get married and his story is he's going to go to a, on a, a, a honeymoon to Europe and his number second one second in command yeah, yeah. is going to take over or he's number two actually and he's still under the control of the uh, the needle yeah. yeah but he's resisting the control of the mm-hmm. needle she can't fully control him because his will is too strong damn right Sam Hung don't listen to nobody <laughs> especially not the women's yeah. <laughs> hell nah he beats the shit out of them he does and now, um, so the wedding ceremony starts and Sam is walking up uh, the aisle to the front and he's trying to trying to get him to say I I will to marry her etc and yeah. then everyone arrives uh, and then big fight ensues big fight so we separate out the, the characters a bit so um, first is it Tower starts fighting um, Steel Caps and he's fighting him yeah, uh, for a no, bit. Isn't the first fight the chick with the chain? The chick with the no, chain. No, they split. Yeah, they they split off. So Taos is fighting Iron Feet. Um, symbols is fighting. Yeah, that's little Trump is fighting with his symbols against the uh, chick that has the, the chain. chain. And and the other um, Madonna's fights first. The chick with the chain, and then little Trump takes over. Yeah, and um, and then Taylor comes in at the end. This is the one thing where um, Miss sort of all I've over got the place. A voice that can push people a thousand miles away goes to try it and then can't do it for one reason. Like in this entire, it's like, oh, we haven't got the special effects budget for this one. 
We yeah. use it all earlier. <laughs> yeah. Like these are, they're supposed to be the seven Kung Fu masters, right? And they're struggling to take out these rebels, essentially. The, these the rebel old, leaders. Well, yeah, the, the Japanese sympathizers or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, really? I mean, come on, yeah, you Kung Fu masters and you can't take these guys out? It just like undersells them, undercuts their, their ability, I guess. Uh, and at the same time, sorry, Little Taylor um, and Little Trumpet were rescuing the warlord um, and taking out the needles and yeah. he was like massaging his back to... To take out whatever evil poison thing that so you can't just rip it out, it will hurt. Whoa, 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 whoa! Sorry, we just need to take a step back because there was a big event that happened in uh, the fight against the the silver statues. Yep, we saw the demise of many sons. Oh yes, yes. Do you remember that? Do you remember many sons? He confesses his love. Yeah. The the ninja lady does the um, whole doppelganger from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that's right. Oh, we've got doppelganger. Yeah, mirror match. She's Shang Tsung. Yep. And then everyone's like, oh no, which one is it? And they have a couple of, you know, uh, well, if you were the real guy, you'd know this song. And so the uh, doppelganger starts singing the song and everyone's like, no, none of us know that song. It's you! <laughs> Clever. Yeah, and in the middle of... Um, then she changes to um, act like the Madonna voice yes. girl. And Many Sons is like, I know the real Madonna because I've made out with her and I can taste the real Madonna. And so he actually goes to make out terribly like... Uh, what's that? Let the blood run free show that used to be. You know what I mean? Like they. That's a throwback, Jesus. Yeah, I know, right? Like their mouths are wide open and their tongues are hanging out, and they do this horrible, like, ah, terrible kiss. It's like ah, and while they're kissing, while they're kissing, the uh, the evil ninja lady, she like poison palms. Uh, she's gonna go poison palm Madonna. Yep. But many sons spins around and he takes it full in the back. And this is a really weird attack because it only kills you if you smile. So he can't cool help guy. but smile. Yeah. Yeah. He's with the one he loves, and it's like, ah, this is better than being unhappy. Yeah, because Madonna's like, what are you doing, you idiot? Just don't smile. And I, I don't think he has I'd it. Rather, I'd rather die than not smile at you. <laughs> well, you can uh, just wait till we kill you. And, and then he goes, Ugh. Yeah. Uh. yeah, oh, that's right. And no, he's like, oh, I've got 100 gold pieces saved up. What, what, where, where? <laughs> it's, it's, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I've hidden it in my, uh. <laughs> See, whenever there's a emotional or tense moment, some goofy shit happens. That's yeah. Wong Jing. Sorry, we can go back to the action. So now we're back to the action. Um, so they're all fighting in their different various fights. Um, so um, so they're all having their individual fights. Um, some nice moves in um, uh, the one with the, the chain girl fighting. Yeah. Um, she, she does actually fight. In the end, it takes three of them to take him down. And little Taylor actually throws his steel rope um, material around and wraps her up and basically wraps her up like a mummy and pulls her up into the yeah. air and that's how they defeat her and um, the Tonifer guy I can't remember I think oh no the Tonfer guy fights um, Tony Lowe the real Tony Lowe oh yes that's right um, and his Tonfers actually turn out to be knife Tonfers oh that's right yeah and so they, they're like doing this kind of like samurai shing shing running yep. backwards and forwards and uh, a couple of times Tony Lowe gets cut across the wrist and but then Tony gets an axe from somewhere, yeah. and the last time they clash, the Tony Lowe gets cut on the wrist again. Past each other, yeah, and uh, and the course of course the axe is sticking out of the back of the the Tonifer guy's. Yeah, back. he totally he got axed over. in the yeah. back. Um, Just like a bad show, you've been axed. We kind of cut back to Towers guy, and he's been fighting. Okay. Cut back, axe, cut back. Ha 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 ha. We're fighting. I'll pay that. Take that, Joss Whedon. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so Tower Sky's been fighting Steel Caps, and uh, he runs into the room where um, Samo's just woken up from the needles, and he's like, this guy's too strong, you fight him, <laughs> and walks off and leaves um, Samo with uh, Steel Caps. And Samo basically proceeds to, to hand... <laughs> this is the best fight <laughs> of the movie. It's the crap out of Steel Caps. First, um, I think he ends up taking off the steel cap boots through different moves throughout that. And then he decides, now I'm going to stomp on your feet. <laughs> he yeah. starts stomping the shit out of it. He's got socks on first and then the socks start getting ragged with holes in them. And then his feet start getting bloody oh. throughout as he gets stomped on so a much. A lot of like... <sighs> it did make me wince. I, I did say it reminded me a bit of Die Hard when John McClane is running over the glass. I was like, oh, man, naked feet. Yeah, Before we go any further, I just want to point out uh, we missed it a little bit. In the scene where the chain lady gets chained up, mm-hmm. she's getting kicked by people and it kind of pans out and they've got like false legs and they're hitting her with those. Oh, That's yeah. a funny gag. I like that. That was a good <laughs> the, gag. The fake legs, yeah. Because it's all those uh, brothel madams and there's just like... Uh, That's how they Shelley's... do their 100-foot kick. It's really fake feet that they keep kicking the shit up. Yeah, because one of the shots is just her stopping one with her with her hand and then the, the shot kind of zooms out and it's just like a fake leg. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I like that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Good callback. So Samo basically beats um, beats down Steel Caps and uh, and leads him into the yard a bit and he's like turns to Tony Tony Lau and, and says you hate him more than me you better finish him off and then walks off. Yeah. So then uh, he has a fight with uh, with Tony and uh, Tony beats the crap out of him and does the the kicks him into the wall thing and does a multiple bicycle kick kind. Oh, hang on, hang on. When they start that fight, they both do a Liu Kang flying kick into the air <laughs> yeah. and, and connect meet, yeah. Yeah, oh, each other's to feet, foot. foot to foot. Yeah. Also, we are sadly missing the whack-a-mole scene from earlier. No, no, we're still no, going. No, oh, no, 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 Spoiler alert. Yep. Whack-a-mole. Yep. So Tony Lowe kills um, uh, Sing Yu the same yep. way that he killed Howard Lowe yep. earlier. He just yep. kicks him into a wall. Into a wall, yeah. I just want to point out, when Samohan goes against this guy, the steel caps, it's quite good because he actually takes the boots off. Mm. Like in a lot of these films, you just say, oh, I've got to put up with it. I'll just make sure I hit him with this special combo. But he doesn't do that. He like he takes the boots off and then goes to attack his toes. Yeah, he disarms <laughs> him. So once he's defeated, the only one left is the, the Japanese ninja spy. And she transforms into in- a white ninja spy. White ninja <laughs> Damn, it's a white ninja. This is a two-element ninja movie. (laughs) (laughs) So she's attacking... um, Who was that? I think it was Madonna, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know who she's fighting, but she does teleport. Yeah, she starts... She ends up fighting all of them. Yeah. Yeah. in, and she she does the ground thing where she digs into the ground and there's, there's like five holes in the ground that she's going to the ground, jumping out. And then I think it's Cheryl says, it, it's Cheryl, isn't it, that says to them, don't look for her with your eyes, look for her with your heart. Yeah, that's a so an eye-rolling movement. So they Mike all like, and went, This is directly after the whack-a-mole scene. They all close their eyes and then... And then they realize that they can see her. And then they start smacking her on the head each time she tries to come out like a whack-a-mole. Oh, and right. it goes to an over-the-top shot of them basically each smacking her in the hole as she jumps out each hole and smack, 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 whack-a-mole. And then um, Samahung goes, everybody do it at once. Force, Force her, her out. So they basically do their, their thing. She goes flying in the air. And Samahung, without any word of a lie, does not use any wires for this stunt. <laughs> 
He, he does a double foot kick, doesn't he? Into yeah, it. travels a, like a human missile, feet first. Is this like a reverse psycho crusher? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And she goes, she goes flying into the wall. It's just like Samo to be violent against women. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Wong King's like, I'll give you an extra 300 bucks if you, you do this. <laughs> and then she collapses to the floor with the blood coming out of the mouth. And, uh, and everyone's like, ah, oh, finally we've won. And then she reaches up and throws ninja stars at Cheryl. And little Taylor jumps in the way. And we're like, oh, no, little Taylor's going to die now. Because he's lying there going, like, oh, something I've always wanted to say. I like you a lot. That was <laughs> the first thing. I'm 1.6 meters tall. I believe short. you. I believe you. He's like, I, I also really like you. Uh, I yeah. like you too. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, my goes, God. Oh, one more thing. I caught the ninja star. <laughs> and everyone's like, yay! yay and freeze frame. Freeze frame. No, he ascends to the heavens. Yeah, well, um. they, everything gets all sorted out and Tony Lowe and uh, Ruby Rose Chan, they, they ride off in into white, the, Literally into the sunset. In the, into sunset, the sunset with sunset. their matching white suits. Yep. And Ruby Rose Chan by this time has grown at least... Yeah, yeah, exactly, oh, yeah. yeah. Her hair has gone Mate. from like a Ruby Rose short hair to, I don't know, like Rapunzel. Yeah. <laughs> Just like really long hair. Ruby Ro- Rapunzel Rose. Uh. <laughs> and that was The Princess and the Seven Kungri Masters. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And I have to say, I have no regrets. <laughs> this movie was amazing. It, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was better than I was expecting. It uh, was better than I was expecting. Uh, there was a lot of action in it. It was reasonably funny. Sandra Ng looks amazing. She shot right up to the, my, my top ten. Um <laughs> Amy Kwok is still untouchable, but <laughs> but there you go, Sandra Ng. And, you know, like everybody in this film was mugging the shit out of Oh, yeah, there's some hamming up on some of these shots. <laughs> oh, oh, man. But if we're talking about action and we're talking about stunts, hey, what move would you like to do? You go. Do you want to go first, no, Sam? Because no, 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 I know no, what you're going to no, say. No, no, no. You've been holding this in for at least half the podcast. No, I haven't. No, no I have a different move. No, he didn't hold it. He told us. <laughs> I have a different move. All right, you go, Mikey. Um, mm, I think... Now I can't think. <laughs> I know. I think I would do the... <laughs> You're making no, a cutting brain, motion with no, your hand. My brain, my brain just froze, and I, I can't even think about... It. I, let, let's just go with the um, the crazy sound... <laughs> Sonic boom sound. Oh, this is great. Yeah, Sindel. Sindel Matt. powers. Yeah. All right. All right. Pushing through people through walls. It's always fun. Chris? Um, after thinking about it, um, I think the, the one thing I, I want to do is it's pretty boring, but I just want to be able to wear a white suit oh, wherever yeah. I go and just be, you know, like, you know. The man in shot. That's you know right. what? That, that entire movie, no dust, no blood, no dirt on that suit. Immaculate. <laughs> Damn That's right. right. It cleans sweat. Actually, cleans this suit. Well, it's a Sammo Hung movie, right? Yeah. He sweats everywhere. Uh, are you kidding me? Drop, jump kick through a flaming door. <laughs> jump kick through a flaming door. Uh, I was trying to think of another move, but no, no, I, I can't go past it. Kicking somebody into a wall. It's just... With or without monkey. Yeah. With, with or without a monkey. It's just... It's the coolest thing. You kick somebody into a wall. That's how badass you are. Also, at the very end, uh, during the credits, we get some bloopers, which is kind of funny. Yeah. It's mostly like kind of fluffed lines and, and whatnot. 
Um, I will say, like, Joe would never watch this with me. <laughs> no, no. It isn't a girlfriend movie, that's for sure. Well, I've got to go and see Captain Marvel at some point, so she might. <laughs> what, just to repay you for going to see Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel's actually not too bad. I've seen it. It's pretty good. Uh, hmm. I think Rachel would watch this and be rolling her eyes and pointing out various shots and scenes and actors and people in the background. I so think what, she'd hate watch it. What did she hate say, Scott, when, when you messaged her the cover? Are you watching this? Yes, we are. I'd reject that. I will say one thing about this movie. Um, it's like they blended a couple of movies because the the people in this lucky star village, or whatever it's called, they're in almost in traditional garb. Um, except when the girl with the sonic boom powers decides to put a fruit hat on and wear this bright yellow dress. Did we mention the part where he's hiding in the wall? No. <laughs> that was pretty great. <laughs> so in the, uh, there's a part where they do the Mission Impossible and, and he lands on her and she wakes up. What are you doing here? Um, I love you. Okay. Well, you know, so we'll have the affair and blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't actually want to do it. So he's hiding from this girl and she's running around. She's got this like this bright yellow dress on with an orange feather in her hair yelling out sweetheart where are you where are you and there's a behind her is a wall with it and i thought it was a mannequin or a poster of like this chinese dress and it turns out it's actually the guy hiding in the in this on the wall from her so as soon as she walks past he gets out and goes back to um uh the sister who he really wants to get with and just he hides in a pot and there's a little little scene there but um the thing about it is most of these people in the, in the village they, they all have this certain they have that chinese village look right yeah they're not wearing modern clothes but it's then it's like the bad guys are a mix between japanese ninja slight fantasy and just like nightclub bouncers and then the Ruby Rose and, and, and her fiancé and all that, it's, they just look like they were plucked out from a boy band. Yes. And it's like they said, well, we want you to be in this movie. And they said, well, all right, but we don't want to change our, this, our image is these suits. We don't want to change it. And they said, all right, stay dressed as you are. We'll just make it work. It worked? Yeah. I mean, like, and, and Samo Hung, I think he just he just picked out the greatest outfit he could that would actually fit it's him. Cosplay M. Bison, right? <laughs> he does look like a cosplay M. M. Bison at the. At it looks the start. like a Spanish colonel. Yeah, yeah. He looks like um, a warlord. Oh, that, that dictator that um, is a Venezuelan. The guy. Uh, anyway, oh, El Chapo. Chapo. No, Char- no, no. Chavo, what's no, no. I'm probably getting it wrong. No. Um. Anyway. Anyway, I thought this movie was really entertaining. At, at times, I know this was just me. I couldn't pick. Like there were fights between the spies and the military. And I was like, who is the good guy here? I can't really pick it. And yeah. then it sort of all came together and everybody in the village was these wacky, cool characters. But uh, overall, I thought this film was very entertaining. Oh, damn straight. Yeah, never a dull moment. And that was Princess and the Seven Kung Fu Masters. Ooh. What's next for the Asian action cast? I'll tell you what. You want to find out? Message us. Asian action cast at Gmail. Asian action cast Twitter. Asian action cast at... What's that other one? Instagram. We maybe do an anime next episode. Anime, yeah, it yeah. Drop may. a slime. And a maybe. Anime. Oh, snap! And with that, mic drop. We'll catch you all next time. See ya. Bye. Ciao. If you want Sam's attention with your film. <laughs>
chuck a ninja in it. 